Hi everyone, Jack here. Uh, before the episode starts, I just want to take a moment to thank some of our patrons for supporting us. Thank you to Morgan Patterson, Theo Hendry, Jace Pastris, Mordecai Sennett, Ollie Science, Juno, Crow, Jan Aloney, Dylan Beauchamp, Prozac Haven, Aaron Zubbo, Connor Fox, Saffron, and Adrian Frisbee. Your support means a lot to us. And now on with the episode. Hey, boss man. I was wondering if you see my tools around here. Dr. Cavendish wanted me to fix up some wiring in her temperature chamber. I've been thinking about the next step in the experiment. Without Jules. Jules is out? Uh, I thought you said you would take care of it. I did. She and Vic are an excellent match in terms of chemistry. And lately they seem to have grown close enough to form a real connection that would be helpful in future trials. But I can't in good conscience put her through it again. Conscience? Your entire thing is doing glorified electroshock therapy on prisoners, Hux. And I saw your reports. Her vitals are all back to normal. That's true. But the more we continue, the closer we get to touching on things she doesn't want to discuss. Hitting some kind of raw nerve. You saw what happened when we came anywhere close to seeing something she didn't want us to see. Are you suggesting that the, uh, bugs in our last session were caused by her just... Like, not wanting us to know something? I think... I think it was caused by a myriad of things. And I think that could have been one of them. Either way, Jules is out. You're the one who said Vic and Jules were the most compatible people here. And you're the one who said that we couldn't continue the experiment with just Vic. And now you're just... forgetting all that so one of your prisoners doesn't have to talk about her childhood? Yes. So... What's the next step? That's exactly what I'm trying to decide. <sighs> have you, uh, have you thought about swapping subjects with another neurologist? I have, but it's not feasible. Most of the other prisoners here are no longer fit for this kind of treatment this far into their sentence. Most of them can barely form a sentence. <laughs> not the way I would phrase it, but yes, exactly. I mean... I could do it. How would that work? The equipment barely works when you're here to manage it. I'm sure I could get the basics, but I need to hear if something goes wrong. Well, now that I've got an idea of how much stress the trials put on equipment, I can add some fail-safes accordingly. If something goes wrong, all you'd have to do is push a little stop-going-wrong button. I just don't see how Maybe this... Maybe I'm not as compatible with Vic as Jules is, but we get along pretty good. Wouldn't it just give you a chance to see how it works with a less-than-ideal pairing? I suppose. You can't fill in, obviously. 
you can operate the machinery better than I can read a brain scan. And it might jeopardize the uh, professional relationship you have with Bic. That's true, but I feel like there has to be another option. There's always Hugo. Fine. You'll replace Miss Cobra. <laughs> Great! Glad we got that figured Only out. Only if you get Mix Algernon's permission. Right! <laughs> of course! I'm surprised you mentioned it at all. I can't be too careful. Oh, that reminds me. You're not, uh... You know that this new plan might get back to our superiors, right? Here, or Earthside. I don't think they'll take very kindly to you letting one of your subjects sit around in her cell because she didn't feel like serving her sentence. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. You're, you're really going to risk your position on Nemesine for jewels? Your chances of getting your career back? It has far more to do with my personal ethics than it does with jewels, but yes. All right, Hippocrates. I'll talk to Vic, get his confirmation. They're going to get the full force of my Midwestern charm. What about you, Dr. Kane? Don't you have any reservations about Mixed Algernon potentially having full access to your memories? Not really. It's not much about me that y'all don't already know. <laughs> In that case, I appreciate your honesty. How long do you think it will take for you to put the fail-safes in place? Ooh, a uh, couple days. I'll have to get some supplies together. Of course. I'll take the time to regroup, plan my new course of action, talk to Vic, and make sure you record any changes you plan on making, and turn that off. Can do, boss. Hiya, Vic. Kane? Huxley wanted me to talk to you about the next step in the experiment. What about it? Well, uh, Jules is out for good. <laughs> All those walls up in her brain are making it a little too risky for both of you. At least I think that's why. Um, so I'm taking her place, uh, but Hux wants to know if you're okay with it before it actually moves forward. You know, I may not have any kind of engineering degree, but as a mechanic, I'm pretty sure you have to be awake to operate machinery. Well, I'm making all the equipment Huxley-proof, even when it malfunctions. We'd be safe. And is this the kind of thing where I can actually say no, or is this like, you want to know how bad you're going to have to feel about making me do this? Huxley's putting his job on the line to let Jules sit this one out. I'm sure he'd do the same for you, if not more. Okay. Uh, wait. Why is Jules off the team? I thought the whole point of us being prisoners at Nemesine meant... I, I don't know. That it didn't matter if we died. Well, I asked our dear old Aster that same thing. In between all the ranting about ethics, it, it sounds like he just really really wants this thing to work, to send it back to Earth, to get his work published, get back to a nice non-prisony job, throw in a Nobel Prize or something while he's at it. And it's hard to make progress when half your testing pool is hell-bent on making the experiment impossible to complete. So it's just uh, efficiency. This was the only way we could keep it going. It's not anybody's first choice. Look, I know that you and Jules trust each other way more than you trust me. You watch each other's backs in here. Between you and me, I, I don't really know what that's like to have somebody looking out for me like that. But I promise 
I'll look out for you. I just... I just want to do my part in this experiment because I think it can make a difference. A real difference. I mean, how many opportunities like this come along? I, I, I don't know, Kane. Will you at least think about it? Sure. I, I'll, I'll think about it. Thanks, Vic. I'll, I'll see you around. Engineer's log number. Nine? <laughs> Never mind. I don't even remember if I've given these things numbers. <laughs> I have volunteered myself to step in as a replacement test subject for project M1342. Obviously, this has its risks. Dr. Huxley, my project leader, has some concerns with operating such new technology without his trusty tech guy. But I plan to build several fail-safes into the wiring before I go under. Something to prevent a repeat of... Uh, our last trial. <laughs> Plus, I've been doing guided meditation every morning, so I think I've gotten pretty good at controlling my thoughts. <laughs> uh, anyway, my first plan is to reroute the whole setup through a third-party power source so that I can program an automatic power shutoff. Time limits, voltage limits, the works. Uh, takes me back to my school days. Then I can work on creating something to direct the AC flow a little more clearly. Uh, just in case. Problem is, the only piece of tech with that kind of range I need isn't exactly in lab storage. Full disclosure, it isn't exactly legal. Which means... I'm going to have to call in some favors from my fellow yarn enthusiasts. Hello, Hugo! Warren, you're looking... Well, what can I do for you? I was just wondering if you still had that hat you were working on for our knitting circle last week. It was some master craftsmanship. Or, uh, craftsperson. Thank you. Uh, I tried knitting one myself, <laughs> you know, how cold it can get at night, but I, I haven't managed it. I was wondering if there was something I could trade you for it. Oh, of, of course there is. I'll give you this hat I've worked very hard for in exchange for... Hmm. Let me think. <clears throat> I know. The blueprints to the ship. <laughs> Good one, Highsmith! <laughs> you're, you're not laughing. You were joking, right? Was I? What would you say if I told you I've been planning an escape from Nemesine? Or rather, escapes. What would I tell you if I've got about half a dozen plots and... I'm just waiting until I make some friends to come along with me. I'd say I'd be obligated to alert the guards. Maybe get extra eyes put on you to make sure that doesn't happen. Well, even though I, I really don't want to. And don't you think that if you said that, the guards would say that I'm old. In no shape to make a daring escape. Don't you think... I would have already taken them into account. Uh, <laughs> Warren, darling! Relax! It's a joke! <laughs> Good, because I, 
I don't think it would be a fair trade to give you blueprints for a hat. Okay, but what if I need them for emergencies? What, what kind of emergencies? We've got fire extinguishers and backup generators like, like you wouldn't believe up here. Well, we could be hijacked by a foreign species and taken to their home planet to be used as incubation for their egg babies. Really, Hugo? <laughs> Aliens? The best you got? I've been watching a lot of science fiction soap operas lately. At this point, I'm fairly convinced that anyone who ventures into space is in real danger of becoming an incubator. I... I don't think I can get you those blueprints. <laughs> Perfectly fine. I don't really need them. I already know the layout. I just wanted to cross-reference a few things. Of course you do, Hugo. Mm. You sound like you don't believe me. I'm offended. Well, I believe you. Besides, it was just a joke, right? You're not getting the hat. What about, instead of blueprints, I get you a box of green ration bars? How dare you even insinuate that I enjoy that freeze-dried sludge? Two boxes and you have a deal. Great. But, but, you're still not invited to my escape party. Yeah, works for me. Pleasure doing business with you. Same to you. Hey, Edmund. Warren! What are you, uh, what you up to? I'm just supervising the rec room. You know, guard stuff. Right. Well, I brought you a gift. I know you've been talking to the folks in inventory about needing a new hat, so I had one commissioned for you. Really? Can I have this? Wow. This is great. No one ever thinks about how cold space is and it's like, you know, I thought you were coming over here because you needed a favor or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> about that. Yeah. I thought so. Always with the favors. Hey, Yvonne! I told you! That's why he was coming over! Looks like you owe me 20 bucks! I need an hour free rain hall pass for Vincent. Uh, for any time she wants. You're kidding! You know I'm gonna have to explain that to Dr. Cavendish. I know, I know, but I'll take all the fallout from her, I promise. I, I just need something from Vincent for my boss, and I, I don't have any other bargaining chips, and and Dr. Huxley... Okay, okay, just, you still owe me one next time. Oh, deal! Thank you so much! Um, uh, do you know where Vincent is? She just left the red crew. She should be back in her cell. Alright, see you around. Thanks again. I have no idea what you're talking about. Come on, Vince. Vinny, it's me. It's Vincent. I know for a fact that Hugo gave you a generator for the computer you built so it wouldn't be detected by a ship's sensors. I know that it's unlisted and that the capacity has been modified. You, you, you can't prove that. Come on now. They're always going on about how they can get anything in here. Getting you that generator is their pride and joy. You're not in any trouble, I promise. I just need to borrow it for a couple weeks, just until I finish up for a couple tests with Dr. Huxley. I'm going to try to get my hands on another one for the future, but Hux is really pushing the time. I still don't. How about this? I talk to the guards, tell them to give you an hour hall pass. Whenever you want. Whenever I want? Yup. You're lying. Dr. Cavendish would never allow that. No, no, trust me. It's all been taken care of, I promise. 
Hmm. Would I lie to you? Probably. You're not a test subject. You have nothing to gain from doing favors or trading things. You've probably got a long con going on, and you've convinced everyone that you're some kind of doting idiot as a part of it. Doting idiot? But, on the off chance you're not lying, I want two hours. Done. Thank you so much, Vincent. You have no idea how much you just helped me out. Just keep this under wraps. I don't want anyone knowing that I helped you. (laughs) No problem. They don't... They don't really think I'm an idiot, do they? Leave. Okay, sorry. I'm gone. Glad I didn't have to resort to blackmail. It's no good burning a bridge you're standing on. Has this been on the whole time? Engineer's log number 10, maybe. With the help of Vincent's little gift, I've been able to get the power rerouted again, and a few of the fail-safes built in. I'd like to ask Hugo where they got that generator, but then they'll probably figure something out about my one-man trading operation. Not that they could do anything about it. They like to talk a lot. I'd rather not have word spread too far. Anyway, all I need now is permission from Vic to go forward with the trials. Hopefully. I'm going to eat that as soon as I finish this delicious meal of uh, rehydrated something. You'd think they'd give the science staff better food than the prisoners. Oh well. Kane out. So I thought about it, and I. Uh, are you good? You look terrible. Huh? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, just been working nonstop the last, uh, for a while. Huxley's really excited about this one. Right. So he's had you working since when exactly? Well, since the last trial ended. There's a lot to get done, especially when the entire lab team is two people. I've been adjusting equipment, running diagnostics, monitoring your well-being. It's time-consuming. Do you like take breaks? You know, Vic, that almost sounds like concern coming from you. I, I just know how much work goes into making things run. I just don't think Huxley would know what to do during the trial if you collapsed, so... Oh, he wouldn't. Uh, but it'll be fine, trust me. I'm working on implementing a lot of fail-safes in case those machines so much as sneeze at the wrong time. You really want this to work, don't you? Just as much as Aston Huxley. That's my job! Besides, I I still sort of feel bad about the whole AI incident. Right. Wow. How how the hell did I almost forget about that? (laughs) It's not my best moment. Uh, But evil computer aside, I do think it's really cool. Doing some actual good is what Huxley says. And I think that in the right hands, it's going to make a lot of people's lives better. I want to do my part. I'm a little tired, but I pulled plenty of all-nighters before Nemesign. It always seemed like you were just sort of along for the ride. Well, that's because I'm an easygoing guy. Right. I I wanted to tell you that I've been thinking about our last conversation uh, about you taking Jules' place in the experiment. Uh Uh-huh. 
I'm still not sure how I feel about it, uh, but I'm still not sure how I feel about my role in this thing at all. I mean, obviously, I'm still going to have to do it. I don't really have a choice. Huxley shouldn't have to take the fall for both his subjects, and uh, like you said, it seems important. It's got to get done one way or another. I, I guess it doesn't really make a difference if you're the one in my head instead of Jules, so... <clears throat> Just to be clear, are you giving me the green light to join the project? Yes, and I'm sorry. What for? I, I guess for giving you a hard time earlier. You seem like a good enough guy for Nemesine Sanders anyway. But if anyone other than Jules had to be going in my head, then I'm fine with it being you. Better you than a stranger. It's a lot, Vic. So, no hard feelings, right? We're all good. This is kind of exciting. I, I wonder what the inside of my head looks like. Uh, I'm picturing an Indiana small town with pineapple plants in all the yards. <laughs> Warren, phone call for you. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, could you excuse me for a moment? Uh, yeah. Try and get some rest. <laughs> Will do. Hello? Yeah, it's me. Actually, I think I'm making a lot of progress on Project... No. There's still a little trouble in that department. Huxley's got some connections down in your department. He says he's going to give the research directly to them. Nonprofits or some shit like that. Hey, I didn't say I couldn't fix it. I have my ways. <laughs> I'm from Jersey. You don't think I have my ways? Okay. I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. Oh, God damn it! Today's episode was written by Icarus Jude Stevie and Reese Tirado. It featured Leland Heed as Victor Algernon, Varus Zima as Aster Huxley, Finn Carter as Warren Kane, E.G. Taraku as Hugo Highsmith, Stoker Leopold as Edmund, and Reese Tirado as Vincent. Our editor is Stoker Leopold, and our music is by Sloan Van Dyke. If you like what we do here at Brain Rot and you'd like to follow us on social media, subscribe to our Patreon, or make a one-time donation to our fundraiser, the information will be linked below. Thank you for listening.